Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. But I gotta tell you, I gotta open up the line. Why are people quitting their jobs? And I think there are various reasons. I mean, when you think about it, when somebody quits their job, obviously they're unhappy about something. So what will it take to get four? And 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 by the way, you can't you can't blame this on Biden. You really can't. You can't blame that. Oh well, well. Let's see, Mr. President, you're going to have to. This is because of the Biden administration. No, it's not. Now, I can I can tell you this. And I'm going to say this with the understanding that there are Biden administration officials, folks who are friends, people that I've known. Um, there are, and I and the folks over at the White House who listen to this show every single day. And the one thought that comes to my mind. And it was yesterday I was talking to a mentor of mine who I have tremendous respect for, Dr. Arthur Thomas, former president of Central State University in Ohio. And we, we, we were talking about an, another project that he's, that he's uh, doing. But in, in, in as we went back and forth talking about different issues, the one thing he said, what the hell is wrong with Biden? Now, I know, you know, the, the, the trolls, the Trumpers, whatever they want to call themselves, the insurrectionists, they love to hear us uh, jumping Biden because it fits into their narrative. Now, I say this with all due respect. Trump is no better. Matter of fact, worse. I'm looking for an email right now that was sent to me. Give me a time to find it. that, That says, the Democrats, damn it, the Democrats, and we're talking about the political class. The Democrats have got to tell their story. Biden is a hell of a lot better than Donald Trump. There's, and, and, I, and I'm going to read this, uh, this, uh, um, op- this op-ed piece, whatever, editorial that was sent to me in just a moment. Because we're having problems getting emails, so I have to find it. Sorry I didn't have it ready for you. But this common thread, the, and these are people who voted for Biden. These are people who are saying, wake up. These are people who are saying, man, you've got to come strong. You've got to come. I've heard this across the board. I've heard it from Democrats that are running for office. And and there's always the danger because it could turn people off. If If the Biden administration doesn't 
listen and recognize the power that they have. Look, here's here's what I'm saying. Mr. President Schumer and all of you in leadership position, what good is it to have the power if you don't use it? And the, and I'm going to tell you what may be their concern. I, I'm just speaking off the top of my head. They may be thinking and asking themselves the question, if I pull this trigger, if I use this power, will those will the folk who voted me in office still be behind me? That has to be a concern. We talk a good game, but they you got to say, look, okay, all right, you want me to pull the trigger? You want me to get rid of a filibuster? Uh, you want me to, you know, do this or do that? If I do it, will you be behind me? I can't answer that question. I really can't. So I've got two issues on the. I got I got two uh, real important issues for everyday people who are listening. Over 4 million people have quit their jobs. What the hell is going on? I don't think, I, I, I cannot remember any time in American history where, where, where that many people have quit their job in one month. So that's why I'm opening up the lines. If you're one of those people, uh, if you know somebody, etc., etc., and here's the third thing, the second thing. Pretend that Joe Biden is listening to the show. Pretend he's listening to the show. What would you say to him? What would you say to him? Right now, what would you say to him? And I'm not talking about to his cabinet members. I'm not talking, see, he's the president. I'm not talking about to his advisors who would go back and say, well, Mr. President, hey, oh, hey, Mr. President, I was listening to the Madison show and you should have heard the callers come in. No, Joe Biden has to hear this. And you know what I think I'll do? And I can do this. Depending on how quick your calls come in, I can, I'll send, I'll send the audio this hour to him. I'll say, really, I'll send it to him. I'll send it over there. And and then you folks who are his aides and, you know, who who are assigned to listen to the show, y'all can, you know, sit him down and say, you, Mr. President, hey, boss, you, you should hear this. I'm Madison here on Sirius XM Urban View. My lines are open. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be straight up with you. I'm not I'm not dealing with haters. I don't get and I've told y'all. I'm I'm I, hey, thank y'all for having a serious XM. Thank y'all for listening. I'm looking for what we call constructive criticism. 1866-801-8255. 1866-801-talk. 
you know, I'm I'm still looking for this. <laughs> where is this? Uh, boy, this guy sent me. This was one of the. It really was a great piece. I'll have to find it. I I don't you know this, but it was, it was all the positive things that uh, the that that Biden has done so far. We're not telling our own story. We're not and and see the the other side. They are so good at messaging, and they have all of these platforms to uh, to do it. We we have to we have to. We have to, we have to, I mean, we've got to do our messaging. So I'm here to tell you folks, you know, we got to wake up. We really have to, uh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Dems need to celebrate and toot their own horn. That's it. Now, let me see if I can, can I read this real quick? Let me do this. I'll go to a break. Calls are coming in. But all of you who are online, thank you for calling. But let me, because I'm telling you, I'm, I will send this to, to over there to the White House. I'm going to take a break, the 20 break. And then I'm going to share with you, this came from Frank Thomas. I get emails from him from time to time. And, he, and, and it, uh, this is how he starts. The Dems are horrible at messaging. Trump used Trump used to claim over and over again that he had the best economy ever even though we know it was a lie but if you repeat it enough people start to believe it and then the next and then I'll I'll, I'll take a break it says the Dems have made significant progress on the economy. And all we talk about, and let the media do this, all we talk about is Democrats fighting each other. Why are you guys doing this? Right after this, I'm going to share this, and I'm going to share it with you, then I'm going to post it, and then I'll get to your call. So y'all hold on, 20 after, Madison with you, here on SiriusXM Urban View. Thank you for uh, for uh, for enlightening my torch, brother. Ever since I listened to your show, man, I've never been more politically active, and I've gotten my family involved as well. So I appreciate that so much, brother. I'm going to tell you something. That's what it's going to take. Now let me let me share this with you. This is this is a, a, a give credit where credits due. Frank Thomas is his name. I don't know if I've met Frank Thomas or not, but this, but I'm going to share with you this, and I want you to listen to me, and then I'll go right to your phones. The Dems, and Dems, meaning the Democrats, are horrible at messaging. Trump used to claim over and over again that he had the best economy ever, even though it was a lie. Repeat it, and repeat it enough, and people start to believe it. The Dems have made significant progress on the economy. And all we talk about is Dems fighting each other. Since Biden became president, we have added millions of jobs. The unemployment rate has decreased from 14.8% down 
to 4.8%. The GDP growth is at record levels, yet all we hear is that the September job growth is way less than than, uh, expected at 194,000 jobs added. By the way, I think Trump's averaged that Trump averaged less than 194,000 jobs per month for his entire time in office. Biden has been in office for eight months, and you can't look at one or two months. You have to look at the overall trend. And so far, the Biden economy is making great progress. So Dems should get more aggressive and targeted in their messaging. Things are getting better with Biden. Second, the Dem narrative, the Democrats' narrative on the election needs to change. They are currently whining about the Republican claims that the election was stolen. Democrats know it wasn't stolen. Republicans know it wasn't stolen too. But Democrats should change their approach and remind people why Trump lost the election fair and square. He was a terrible president. The list of his bad presidency is so long, more than, than 30,000 lies twice impeached for corruption and treasonous sedition, surrounded himself with convicted felons, made enemies of our friends and friends of our enemies, Russia, Korea, Syria, etc. He inherited a good economy and destroyed it. He severely mishandled COVID, which led to over 650,000 deaths. He was a racist. He used his office to try to benefit himself and his family. He was a bad president and was getting worse and misused his power. 81 million people voted Trump out of office because he was a bad president, period. Democrats must realize that politics is a contact, support, and must fight. Let me repeat. Democrats must realize, Biden, that politics is a contact, support, and must fight. And and, and right now, Republicans are fighting with guns blazing in every way they can. They are bringing guns to the fight, and Democrats are bringing butter knives. Dems need to stick together, get tougher, and get your messaging right. Toot your own horn and show the country that things are getting better and aggressively expose Trump for the horrible president that he was and the fact that he was a one-term loser. End of essay. End of op-ed.
Now that's it in a nutshell. That's putting it where the goats can get it. Toot your own. You, 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 you know what I'm saying? I, look, let's go to the phones. one 801 Thomas, Alabama. You're on with Madison, 32 after the hour. Go right ahead. Uh, good morning, Mr. Madison. Uh, yes, I would like to just say uh, I don't know exactly why people are, are are quitting their jobs, but I just, in my opinion, I think a lot of them are just quitting because they were disgruntled before the pandemic, and now the pandemic has given them an excuse to, to not go to work. You know, a lot of them are just taking off and quitting their jobs and then go right down and apply for benefits, you know, and also, I think that the president, I would tell him, like, Mr. President, you know, you've got the, you've got the steering wheel now, you know, drive this car, you know. I want him to, you know, put his, put his foot to the gas, you know, and, and, and drive, you know, and call out these uh, senators and congressmen that don't want to get behind on this plan, you know, to get these things passed that we need to get passed to help this country. All right. Bruce from Florida. You're on with Madison. Go ahead, Bruce. Good morning. How you doing, Joe? Taking calls. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, um, yeah, if I was going to talk to Biden, I said, look, look, Mr. President, uh, you got, uh, we voted your guys in office. Take, take control, because if Donald Trump had his fire behind in there, he would. And he a lot uh, uh, more than a, than a cat can lick his ass. But anyway, um, I also tell Chuck Schumer to tell Mr. McConnell to go to hell. And do what the hell he did, pretend, pretend just like Mitch did, suspend the darn uh, filibuster and tell Joe Manchin he's not a Democrat, he's an a undercover-ass Republican. That's all I got to say. Sue from Ohio is 33 after, and as you hear one person hang up, the phone line's open for you. Here's the phone number, one 801 Go ahead, Sue. Uh, yes, if I was, uh, I'm, I mean, when I heard you say that you were going to send this to Biden. I oh, yes, I am. Yeah, I am. Well, well, what what I would say to him, because I've just been wanting to say this to him forever, is that we voted you in and we expect for you to do something. Because if you don't do anything this time, we may not be have an opportunity to have another Democrat in. Because the Republicans are putting everybody in place so that they can steal the election and steal our democracy. And I am frightened about that. So, Mr. President Schumer, you guys have got to take the lead. Because if you put it back in Trump and Mitch McConnell's hands, they know how to take the lead. Let's take uh, the next caller. Uh 34 after the hour, and from North Carolina, thank you for holding. Hi, yes, dear Mr. President, I'm so glad um, the Black Eagle, Joe Madison, opened up this forum for us to talk to you, because let me tell you something. We got you. We put you in office, and we know you were the best choice, and we recognize that no one's perfect. We appreciate what you've done so far, but we need so much more. We need people that have violated the law, the Trump administration, to be prosecuted. We need, as black and brown and white people, we need to see people prosecuted when they do wrong. We need to see Democrats in groups 
not individually going on talk shows, but in groups of 10 and more every day, the messaging that Joe Madison talks about. We need them pointing out what they are doing good, and we need them to point out what was done wrong in the prior administration. We need this repetition because that is what the other administration had. They repeated lies, and people believed them. So we need Democrats not to go on individual talk shows, but every day to have a press conference and say this is what was done wrong the last four years, and this is what Biden is doing right. We, repetition is our best friend, and we need to use it. Joe Biden, we know you can do this. We need you to talk to Merrick Garland. He needs to prosecute people that have done wrong. We have black and brown people in jail for stealing backpacks or chicken because they were hungry for years. We need, Look, if the attack on Washington had have been all black people, there would have been more dead than just a one Ashley Baddock. And no one would have thought it was wrong for them to kill people when they were breaking and entering. We need you to hold people responsible. We know you can do it. And remember, we got you, but you got to have us. Alonzo, North Carolina. Go ahead, Alonzo. You're on with Madison here on Sirius XM Urban View. Good morning, Mr. Madison. Long time listener. Thank you for lighting my torch uh, from WOL. So, I was, I'm, I'm talking about the jobs, why people are leaving. My, what I'm seeing out here is that folks are just are, are getting or starting new jobs because they are or starting new businesses because with, when the coronavirus hit, everybody had a time, a chance to get off of the hamster wheel and start to look and see that they were really in a system of slavery and being used in a lot of these jobs and they're getting paid slave wages. So they started their business. So I see a lot more of what's going on out there, people starting their own businesses. I'm, I'm a vendor. I see a lot more vendors out there um, in that time of the uh, COVID. Uh, my wife wrote a book. So it's a lot more things that are going on. I think people are changing direction. I just saw a story on um, uh, CBS showing that a lot of young white folks are leaving their uh, IT jobs and going to work on farms and taking a pay cut. People are shifting and shifting and understanding that parties are different. All right. Thank Thank you. you. And let me tell you what we're doing. And I am. I'm going to, this is going to be my podcast. I'm telling the staff this hour. This is, I'm going to send this over to, you know, uh, the various, uh, Susan Rice. Who else is over there? Huh? Corinne, uh, who else is over there? Richmond. Uh, Cedric, Cedric Richmond. Richmond. But by the, and, and by the way, these folks listen. They're listening. Now, let me, let, so let me make sure they understand something. I'm not a journalist. I'm not an anchor person. What I did was simply said, I, first of all, I think that this essay I read or this op-ed I read is, is right. And you can comment on that. Man, we're terrible at messaging. We're sitting up here complaining about the big lie. Well, that, that, the complaining about the big lie is not going to stop it. It's not going to stop it. It's, it just, it's, it's just like, you know, complaining about folks who are anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers. They don't give a damn. They don't care. And I'm not putting a dollar in the cuss jar this hour because, you know, I'm, I, I want this to be straight. I want this to be, you know, straight, no chaser. 
And I'm going to add something. I am so glad that uh, I can't think of the caller. She she brought up Attorney General Garland. Hey, hey, man, man up, man up. I mean, what are you kidding me? You've got insurrectionists right in front of you, right in front of you. You see just what we see. Go after them. What do you got to lose? Go after them. It's like the other day. You had uh, prosecutors. I assume they were federal prosecutors. I don't know, but I'm assuming. They They sat there and let a judge have one of the insurrectionists go to a football game instead of to jail, and your prosecutors didn't object. 1-866-801-8255. Mr. President, you're not a U.S. senator. You are president of the United States. You can deal with this filibuster question right now. And by the way, voter these the, 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 the issues of voting, the uh, Freedom to Vote Act, the John Lewis Act, are just as important to the people you said had your back as it is to any other issue out here. You now need to have our back. Let me keep going. 41 after the hour. one 801 Now let me make something very clear, and this is why I was going to say it first. I want you folks over there at the White House to understand something. Right now on the East Coast, it's in the 6 o'clock hour. On the, uh, on the West Coast, it's 3 o'clock. Do, and, and do you know my lines are full? I want you all to understand something. I want you to hear me. Don't sit up here and say, oh, well, it's just another talk show. You better listen. And once you, and, 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 and not only should you listen, you better understand something. You hearing sincere voices. And you know what I'm hearing with a third ear? In case the president doesn't understand this, Politician years ago told me, Joseph, read with the third eye and listen with the third ear. What? That's right. Listen with the third ear. And that's what I'm hearing. And here's what I'm hearing. If you don't pull the trigger and you don't fight fire with fire, and you keep using, as Frank Thomas, this guy who wrote this uh, essay or op-ed piece, you keep, bring, you keep bringing that butter knife to a, uh, <laughs> to the, to a, a, a fight, then you run the risk of us not voting. And it's not that we'll vote for Trump's people. No, you know what will happen? I'll tell you exactly what will happen. Folks will say, why bother? It'll be 2010 all over. They didn't step up. They didn't step up. We fought, let me, me, before I go to break, we fought against family members who were Trumpers. We fought 
in court to 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 make sure that <clears throat> your the vote you got those eighty one thousand votes you got counted. You got eighty one thousand votes, huh? When he ran for president, oh, did I say thousand? Excuse me, correction. Eighty one million. My my apologies. You got eighty one million votes. By the way, those are eighty one million people that are still out there. Talk like a leader. Think like a leader. But most important of all, damn it, act like a leader. Take a break, your calls. And hey, Mr. President, every line is full. And this is the first hour of the show. Here with Madison on Sirius XM Urban View. Your calls next. Martin Luther King III. Thank you for your voice to, to arouse the consciousness and to disseminate information. Dr. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, Martin Luther King III, his wife, and myself, uh, the 19th, we will be in front of the White House. And we're going to, in essence, participate in an act of civil disobedience. Not because we dislike Joe Biden or the and members of the administration, just the opposite. We're taking a page from what LBJ told Martin III's father. You want a Voting Rights Act? Make me do it. And that's exactly what he did. And, 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 and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, this applies to the need to, the need to get the Freedom to Vote Act passed to protect our votes. Damn it, to protect our votes. And the John Lewis Act, to protect our votes. Let's go to the phones. And so I'm asking all of you, Put aside that day. Mark on your calendar the 19th of this month. In the meantime, let me keep the phone calls coming. John, Illinois, go right ahead. Mr. Madison, uh, you really hit the nail on the head with this one. I'm telling you that Mr. President needs to sit down with his Joint Chiefs of Staff and open up Guantanamo Bay and put in all of those Congress people, Republicans and senators, and put them on trial for treasonous for the United States. Because if Ms. McConnell was in office, that's what they will do to us and put us away. Like that woman said, if there had been Black Lives Matter protesting, on the Capitol, it had been hundreds of thousands of people dead because that's what they would do. And another thing, Tom Hartman was right about these radio stations and, and news stations. They need to buy up them news stations and get the word out, Joe. 
And that's what they need to do. Deborah from D.C., first-time caller, 51 after the hour. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I'm going to take every call that's online. You keep the calls coming, I'll, I'll get to you. Go ahead, Deborah. Morning, uh, Mr. Madison. This is for uh, President Biden specifically. Um, as a voter, I voted for him because of the ideas and promises that he had and he made to all Americans and especially the main body of Americans who carry the weight of this country. And I'm a little confused as to why um, there's this hesitation or uncertainty about the mission. The mission was real clear when he was running for office the things that needed to happen for the underprivileged, the um, the disenfranchised, the poor. Now, all of a sudden, you know, um, he's uncertain of what his next move might be because he may not have the support. The support was there on voting day. Now it's time for him to act. You know, I, I just don't understand where this popularity comes in. You know, that's how you lose your integrity. Because when you're worried about too many people liking what you're doing and saying, then there's a whole bunch of compromising going on. I just want him to do some of the things or as many of the things that he possibly can while he can We put those two guys um, in office down there in Georgia so he would have the power to make the legislative changes that this country desperately needs. And if he doesn't use it, we won't be able to keep it. That's basically all I have to say. Well said. Well said. Let me tell you. Excuse me. But um, for the coughing, but I got to tell you, I'm going to keep these calls coming. one 801 54 after the hour. Um, Jerome, California. Go ahead. Good, good morning, Joe. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, what I would tell Biden, I would say, President Biden, we voted for you to give you the power to make our lives better. Now that you have the power, you have the power, but you're not using it. You have just one shot. If you don't use it now, you will not get a second chance. If you have to change the filibuster, change the filibuster. If you have to pack the Supreme Court, pack the Supreme Court. Get our voting rights. The Republicans are dirty fighters. Mr. Biden, stop fighting clean and start fighting dirty. We need you now. Thank you and God bless. <clears throat> um, I think I can take one more call and go to the top of the hour break, come back. I got calls from all over the country. Um, Virginia, <laughs> Daryl. Hey, Joe, thanks for taking my call. And, and we know why Joe got elected. <laughs> Because he was like Uncle Joe. And we need him mm-hmm. to use his strengths. His strengths are being yeah. out there with the people. 
he he needs to come out of that White House, grab Bernie Sanders, grab Joe Manchin, and go around to these states and sell that human infrastructure bill and not put and not allow them to put a black face on that human infrastructure bill because that's exactly subtly what they're trying to do. And I want to see him unite all of the country, even in the red states. He's not the president of just the uh, blue states. He can go into Appalachia, uh, uh, you know, Kentucky, West Virginia, where white poverty is, and put a face on that infrastructure plan and how it would help people. And, Joe, I think that the economy is just ripe for uh, booming. But he's got to get out there and sell it to the people. He's got to lead and say, hey, we're going to be all right. You know, this pandemic is coming to the end, and we're on our way back. And he needs to sell that, Joe. And then Uh, you'll see this presidency take off. More. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. I'm coming right back. Don't go anywhere. Grab a line. I'm Madison. The minority leader of the United States Senate Chuck Schumer. Please, everybody, vote. We're getting, if the African-American community and young people turn out in record numbers, I'll be majority leader. All those things I talked about will be put on the floor of the Senate and done. So will the Racial Justice Act, the bill written by Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, and Ben Crump, the famous civil rights lawyer. We will get a lot done. Please vote. It matters this time. And then hold our feet to the fire if we don't get anything done. But we will. That's my passion. Uh, okay, I need more than passion. I need more than passion. I need leadership. Second hour of the Madison Show. I apologize <clears throat> for the little frog in my voice, but you know what I figured out? When I get excited, that just <laughs> gets the whatever starts to drain. But I, I got to tell you, I listen, that was, that was uh, uh, a Schumer before the presidential election. Now you got the power. Now you got the power. Now, tell you what I'm going to do. Go to the history, and I'm going, for those of you just tuning in, there were, there were uh, a, what, a couple of issues. One, man, 4.3 million people quit their jobs last month. And I'm sorry, in August, in August, million people. What's happening? I don't think that I can't even remember in in American history when that when that happened. Now, people quit their job, for example. Now, let me let me kind of see if I if I get my history right. Some people quit their jobs and went moved west to the gold rush. You know, the 49ers. Right. I'm not not talking about the football team. Uh, People, you know, quit their jobs to migrate to another region of the country. Uh, people quit their jobs because, oh, well, the industrialization of, uh, of, of the country, of the economy. You know, especially in the late 1800s, early 1900s. I would imagine a lot of people quit their jobs. But man, in one month, 4.3 million people quit their jobs. Where did they go? Why did they quit their jobs? And if you're one of them, you give me a call. And there are various reasons. There's no one reason. 
Number two, NFL. <clears throat> okay. They're they, they, they just going to have to be transparent. They, you know, I was talking to my, my buddy, uh, brother Shelby Jordan, played for the, for the L.A., uh, you know, for the Raiders, right? Oakland Raiders. And we played ball together in college. And I was talking to him yesterday, and he said, Gruden is just the tip of the iceberg. This has been a good old boys club forever. Forever, ever since there's been an NFL. Y'all better start listening to my show. You better start listening to my... I've been saying it. Other shows have been saying it. Stephen A. Smith has been saying it. Oh, y'all are just racist. Oh, y'all are just this and that. Oh, no, we're telling the truth. And the NFL Player Association has been... Looks like they've been listening to the show because now they're petitioning all the um, um, emails from the Washington football team to be oh, released. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Then there's this issue. I've had it. And I tell you what spurred me along. I got this email from Frank Thomas. And every now and then I get an email from him. Frank, am I, am I being heard properly? Frank Thomas... Frank Thomas sent this email headline, Democrats need to celebrate and toot their own horn. All right, here's the um, email that I, that I received. And I'm going to read it. And I read it at the top of the first hour. We're in the second hour of the show. And uh, let me, and again, I read it verbatim, and there was a couple of type, uh, typos, but let me go right now to this. Because this essay is telling the truth. Here it is. The, the Dems, meaning Democrats, are horrible at messaging. Trump used to claim over and over again that he had the best economy ever, even though it was a lie. Repeat it enough, and people start to believe it. The Dems have made significant progress on the economy, and all we talk about is Dems fighting each other. Since Biden became president, we have added millions of jobs. The unemployment rate, now listen to this, has decreased from 14.8% down to 4.8%. GDP growth is at record levels, yet all we hear is that September job growth is way less than expected at 194,000 jobs added. By the way, I think Trump average less than 194,000 jobs per month for his entire time in office. Biden has been in office for eight months, and you can't look at one or two months. You have to look at the overall trend. And so far, the Biden economy is making great progress. 
So Dems should get more aggressive and target it in their messaging. Things are getting better with Biden. Second, the Dems narrative on the election needs to change. They are currently whining about the Republican claims that the election was stolen. Dems know it wasn't stolen, and Republicans know it wasn't stolen too. But Dems should change their approach and remind people why Trump lost the election fair and square. He was a terrible president. The list of his bad presidency is so long. More than 30,000 lies. Twice impeached for corruption and treasonous sedition. Surrounded himself with convicted felons, made enemies of our friends and friends of our enemies. Russia, Korea, Syria, etc. He inherited a good economy and destroyed it. He severely mishandled COVID, which led to over 650,000 deaths. He was racist. He used his office to try to benefit himself and his family. He was a bad president and was getting worse and misused his power. 81 million people voted him out of office because he was a bad president, period. Dems must realize that politics is a contact sport and must fight. Right now, Republicans are fighting with guns blazing in every way they can. They are bringing guns to the fight and Dems are bringing butter knives. Dems need to stick together Get tougher and get your messaging right. Toot your own horn and show the country that things are getting better and aggressively expose Trump for the horrible president that he was and the fact that he was a one-term loser. Now, for all of you political class, senators, congressmen, presidents, VPs, attorney general, aides, I'm going to tell you like I said when I had a chance to talk to the former president, Barack Obama, Roosevelt Room surrounded by a group of talk personalities and broadcasters, listened to the President of the United States then wax eloquently about the issues, what he needed to do and trying to do. And I'll say this, and I'll explain it. Mr. President, you need to put it where the goats can get it. And he looked at me, huh? 
I understood that look. Let me explain it. My grandfather, who had no more than a sixth grade education from Clarks, Clarksdale, Mississippi, wasn't because he wasn't smart. He couldn't afford to go, keep going to school. He had to go work in the, the cotton fields. He had to go work. But he said something to me when I had uh, visited. I, I had come home from holiday after my, you know, from college. And I was talking about what I had learned in this class or that class. I can't remember what class it was. And he looked at me and said, Joseph, can you put it where the goats can get it? Well, it's an old country saying. Because, you see, goats don't just nibble at the top of the grass. They eat all the way down to the root. And basically, what he was saying is that if you can explain it so I can understand it, with a, you know, sixth grade education. In other words, the average person can understand it. Then I expect folks who have a college education, a doctorate degree, they will understand it too. It's just another way of saying, explain it to me like I'm in the second grade. Just keep it simple. Keep it simple. And that's what this email did. Look, Mr. Look, Dems, will y'all understand that you're dealing with some ruthless elected officials in Congress who are not playing by the rules? That's what they mean by they're bringing guns to a duel. Come on, a political duel, and you pull out a butter knife. That's what's going on. And, and so what I said to my audience, that let's, let's open up the lines, and if you were sitting in front of the president of the United States, I'm not talking about at some rally or town hall meeting, one-on-one, what would you say to him? What would you say to Schumer? You just heard Schumer say, Hey, hold our feet to the fire. You're voting. Okay, we voted. 81 million folks voted. And by the way, listen to what the, 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 the uh, person who wrote this email said. We voted to kick Trump out. Not just to put you in. one 801 So there's two or three things on the table, and I promise you, I promise you, I will... I will send these this th- this uh, segment, these two segments, these two hours, directly to the White House. We've got a f- few folk over there who listen. Some, I, we probably don't have to send it to them. They're, they're listening. Let's go to the phones. It's 15 after the hour. Gregory from Kentucky. And by the way, I want the president to know I want all of y'all over there, and, and that, you know, I want all of the political class over there to know. I got calls from coast to coast, Florida to California, 
and everywhere in between. Go ahead, Gregory, from Kentucky. Again, thank you. It isn't that Biden is a bad president or has the future of a bad president. It's the fact that we are tired of him allowing this manipulation to occur. I like what your other callers have said, except I would say one thing. Fire Merrick Garland. Fire him. He is seeming to be working for Trump. We are so lucky he wasn't chosen to be on the Supreme Court by those Republicans. They would have helped themselves. They don't realize how much. Uh, He needs to go. Okay, your phone dropped, but I, I got your message. Next caller. Uh, Ernest from Michigan. You're on with Madison, 16 after the hour. Go ahead, please. Yes, good morning. How are you morning. doing this morning? Okay. Uh, good. Yes, to the president, i just like to say that where he is now, they're not playing politics the way they played it when he was in the Senate and coming through the ranks. The way this is now, it's not about doing what's right for the people. It's about doing what's right for them. And he has to go in there and demand that they do what needs to be done for the people and not just let it go like it's going now where Republicans are standing and blocking and mansions blocking. He just has to put his foot down. Say this needs to be done. We need to get these bills passed to help the people, help our infrastructure and the things we need done, and, and quit allowing them just to keep running them in circles and putting things off, and like they did with the bill on the the government shutdown. Yeah, now we're going to come right back to the same thing in December. What good is that? None. He has to put his foot down and demand that they act as adults and not as kids and quit playing games with our livelihood our lives basically and enriching themselves yeah let me let me yeah and thank you now let me let me say something just from experience you know as uh, the old uh, movie line i've been around you know um right (laughs) and and i reason i bring that up one of the things that and and they they say they oh i don't mind hearing this yes they do nobody likes to be uh, criticized. I, but I say to President Biden and all of his aides and folks over there and to Schumer, and that is, this is constructive criticism. And, and again, we have got to see more than passion. We have to see action. Let me go to the yes. next call. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Robert, North Carolina. Go ahead, Robert. And then I'll go to a break and come back to all the calls that keep coming in. Go ahead, Robert. Good morning, Mr. Madison. How are you today? I'm doing great. There are uh, three things that I would say uh, to President Biden. First, I would tell him to speak. He's a pretty general. Hold former President twice impeached. Trump accountable for the things that he has done to this nation, the division, the uh, all the uh, bad things that have happened because of him. Hold him accountable. People want to see him held accountable for what he has done. And then I would tell the Dems to realize their power. 
that they have got over the Trumpism that is going, that is being uh, forced upon uh, this country. That we got them by the, we got them by the string, and they're holding on by the thread of a string, and we have the power now to, to, to cut that string and let their ass fall. We got it. And one more other thing I would tell President Biden, as I look, as I'm looking him square in the eyes, I would tell him to trust in the Lord with all his heart and all his soul, and lean not on his own understanding, Mister. Mr. Madison, that's what I would tell him. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Twenty after more calls. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. I'm getting. I'm going to get to all of them. Promise. Here with Madison, the Black Eagle, and Sirius XM, Urban View. Thank you so much for all that you're doing and educating us. I mean, you really you get us you get us together every morning. And so I appreciate that. Uh, Joe from Georgia. Go ahead, Joe. You're on with Madison here on CSXM Urban View. Uh, good morning. Um, I'd just like to say um, I think one of the, we're, we're um, missing one pivotal person uh, that we need to be addressing also. And that is all that is that would be uh, Vice President Harris. And I would like to say to her, we didn't just uh, vote. President Biden and we also voted you in and you've been very quiet and we've heard not much from you and you're part of the administration we voted you in also and we're expecting more from you we expect you to fight we expect you to go toe-to-toe with the president and look him in the face and let him know he's not doing what he should be he's not doing enough he's not bringing the fight and we need more from Vice President Harris. Thank All right. You. Yeah. You're not likely to hear that publicly, I would say to that. You're not likely to hear the Vice President openly criticize the President. Oh, that not won't. that she isn't saying it privately. But, but wait a minute. I, I understand. Look, I, Sherry, I know what you're saying. This does see, again, folks, this is why I've read the uh, two books, uh, Peril. Uh, peril and fear, fear and, and peril, and, and, no, and, and, and also uh, promised land. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understand what this caller is saying. I do too. The caller isn't saying we we to, to do this publicly because you're right that that you don't have to do it publicly. I think I'm listening with a third ear. What what he is saying is what when when these if you read these books. These folks don't, what's the word I want, the phrase? They don't play when they're in the confines of the Oval Office. They go at it. Hey, no, no, no. Hey, Biden, you can't, or or Obama, you can't do this. Uh, uh, I mean, this is what he's saying. I agree with you. It just okay, well, seems like he said, we're not seeing her, we're not and, hearing and her. He did say that. And that would be the one correction that I would make. See, again, I don't. I I can hear Kamala Harris saying right now, "Oh, I I'm I'm out there. I've spoke." This is their response. Okay, don't take it as constru- as a uh, as as if we're trying to destroy your relationship with Biden. In other words, 
whatever you're, here's what I was thinking when he was talking. Whatever you're doing, you're not doing enough. That's what I hear this caller saying. Whatever you're doing, it's not enough. You got to understand, these are just common everyday people. They're not, you know, they're not in the political, they're not part of the insider. They're not part of the, you know, the, uh, uh, the in the beltway, uh, uh, you know, what is it? Not agency, the beltway crowd. Mm -hmm. I don't expect Mm -hmm. the vice president of the United States to get on a news show and say, no, the vice, the president's not doing enough. That would be the kiss of death. Absolutely. That's not what he's saying. And listen with the third ear. What I hear him saying is, you're just going to have to call a spade a spade. And, and, if you have, and, and, and when you have his ear, give him an ear full. Now, let me tell you what's, what the response will be. Oh, I do that. I can hear it right now. If I were in the right. Oval Office, I could hear If I were having drinks with them, oh, I do it all the time. It, it, it's, guys, here's the real deal. And then I get right back to the calls. Put the butter knife away. Yes. Biden, you are not a U.S. senator. The Senate that you served in all those years is not the same Senate we now have. Does not exist. The, it doesn't exist. Exactly. These are not your tip, typical Republicans. These folks are talking civil war. Yes. That's the connection. The, that the, is the, 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 and the other thing is... Talk about what you have done over and over and over again. Why does the big lie stick? Because they keep messaging the big lie. All right. I'm just, you know. I would agree with you wholeheartedly. And I would say this, Joe, and I don't know if you'll agree or not. We currently do not have a two-party system. We don't have a grand old party I agree with that. And your point. Then my point is this to, to President Biden. Take out your pen and do whatever you can Thank by you. executive order. It, 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 whatever means necessary, if, do if, what if, you can. If it can be done by executive order. Whatever you can. If it can be done. And that's exactly right. If it can be done by executive order. In other words, let's put it this way. See, we all, if most folks don't even understand what executive order does or doesn't do. Look, let's put it this way. Let's just, just what you're hearing people say, do what you, do whatever it takes. But God, it, you know, it's so quick. Act. Act. Do something. Do something. That's what has been you consistent know, throughout these messages. Do something. And quit, and quit trying to cop. Here's I'll say this. Quit trying to compromise with people who don't want to compromise. Because I'm going to tell you, and listening and reading these two books, folks say one thing publicly and then they do something else. Biden and, and uh, McConnell, they have a relationship and they, 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 they play pitter patter with each other. Well, he's going to say this publicly, but I really know what he's got to do. He's going to see that. Folks aren't, you know, folks aren't interested in all this freaking back and forth. 
Don't understand it. Don't and they care. don't understand it. And, and by the way, they don't care. 81 million people voted Donald Trump out of office. And he didn't have to go because these Republicans kept him in. He said, I'm going to create a new party, they haven't a kept, patriot party. They, I, I know what you're saying. They have, he is not in anything. Right, he doesn't. Yes. Damn it. He doesn't have any power. Quit acting like he does. He has the power of he has insurrectionists n- who has call themselves n- Sherry, congressmen. He has no power. That power, the only power he has, and this is where we disagree, the only power he has is in his mind, and the power is a lie. He doesn't have power to pardon. He is. This is nothing but a game to him. This is, this is a game, and they're playing the game not by, 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 not by the rules, and we're playing the game by the rules. I'm they're, just saying to you. Okay. I'm, that's all they're I'm saying. See, we, keep you, we, you, we give Donald Trump power we get because we fail to message. This is what, Frank, this is what that essay was, or not essay, that op-ed said. Look, you, all you got to do is just, the man's lying. And the only and the only reason the lie is and, and who is the lie sticking with? I keep saying this for y'all act like the majority of Americans agree with this. They don't. Correct. Yes, they are absolutely correct. They, they don't. Eighty one. Do you think eighty one million people who voted to kick him out believes the lie? They don't believe the lie. Their messaging is very clear. And it appeals to, I'm going to say it, because I'm not going to say it, low-hanging fruit. And low-hanging fruit people now have access to the Internet. They have access to Twitter. And they are active. We're not active. We're not active. We are not active. We just sit back, oh, they're lying. Oh, Tucker, they're lying. I, I, I'm taking up everybody's time. We're not active. You know, we're not active. We're, we're, you know what we're doing? We're playing defense. We're playing defense. Let's go to Derek from Florida. Hey, good morning, Joe. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to share, basically echo what you just said in that, that essay, but I will send this message to Biden. Um, I wish he would take one part out of Trump's playbook, and that is to use the bully pulpit. That's right. I feel like recently Trump has been covered more than Biden has in the media. And I don't, he's not even the president. Um, have a backbone. Get your messaging together. Use the pulpit to sell your accomplishments and this, this agenda. I keep hearing about the, um, the Build Back Better plan. The Republicans are controlling the narrative on it. Only thing I know is it's three point five trillion. Biden doesn't sell it. Trump was a salesman. That's why he got away with all that stuff because he was a salesman. Biden needs to use that book, that pulpit, that bully pulpit, and sell his agenda to the American people and get these folks in line. When he was elected president, he came out there saying that he was the head of the Democratic Party. That's what he said during the primaries and during the election that he was the head of the party. Then be the head. Get your people in order. Get Schumer and Pelosi together, get your, your party in line, unify, and get your agenda pushed through. Thank you By, for your time, Joe. Hey, I can add one more line. By any means necessary. 
<laughs> Let's take uh, <laughs> Tyrone from Michigan. I got. I, I, go ahead, Tyrone. Hey, thanks for having me, Mr. Madison, and I promote the show every chance I can get. Now, can you hear me? Yeah, but it, it sounds like an echo. All right, I, but go ahead, real quick. What is it that you? What do I have here? Backup or off of pr- products and ship ports? Yeah, yeah. Is, well, wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop. What? Th- what does that have to do? Please connect. What does that have to do? Because I'm not going to change the subject. I'm not talking about ports and products in the ships. I want to know, you know, because all of a sudden you're throwing. This is not open line. So, I, go, but go ahead. Let me hear what you have to say. Okay. Part of the Build Back Better plan should be to uh, use the War Powers Act for Biden to uh, start producing auto washers, dryers, and TVs back here in America. The uh, All of these ports being clogged up is showing our weakness and how we at the mercy of these foreign countries. And the Democratic Party needs to do a series of commercials and show how the Build Back Better plan would do for a family, a little girl, and their father. Well, well let me, hold on a second. Theater. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Just, and I haven't done that. Those commercials are running. Mark from Georgia, you're on with Madison. Turn, that, turn your radio all the way down, Mark. Hello? Yeah, go right ahead. Mark? Yes, Mark from Georgia. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah Joe. Yeah, uh, good morning. Yeah, I just wanted to say this is a, a do or die situation for the Democrats because um, the Republicans are, as we speak, are gerrymandering these districts all across America. And it's going to be a long day before Democrats, you know, gain control of the House, the White House, or the Senate if they don't stand up and make a stand at this, at this particular time. It's going to affect generations to come. Your grandkids, my grandkids, and the future of the country is basically in peril here. Because do you really want these Republicans and people like Donald Trump, who is a fanatic, running America? That's all I have to say. Wayman from uh, Wayman from Tennessee. Go ahead, Wayman. Uh, Joe Biden, you were never my choice to begin with because you were a middle of the uh, middle of the road Democrat who thought that you could negotiate your way with people who are shooting at you. I think that you need to back the progressives who are backing your agenda, the AOCs, the Cory Bushes, the whatnot. They're being fought by centrist Democrats, and they need to be they need to be backed by the president because they're backing your agenda, and it. Uh, they are aggressive. They are deep. They are the ones that are fighting for us the way that we needed them to fight. We needed a farther left president than yourself. We needed an Elizabeth Warren. We needed a, uh, a, a Julian Castro. We needed somebody that would swing the pendulum back this way. And what we have right now is a passive president who came into office stating that he did not want to dwell on the issues of the Trump administration. We want the insurrectionists punished. We want the Trump candidate uh, uh, cabinet punished. And you walking in the office trying to overlook all this shit is the reason why we are where we are right now. Get it together because you were never my choice to begin with. Stop being fake. All right. Let's take a break. 40 after. 
here with Madison on CSXM Urban View. People are speaking their mind. Sometimes folks don't want to hear it, but it's got to be said. And then once it's said, then we have to act. Got to make them do it. You can listen to yours truly, Madison the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.